Hello and welcome to the NC Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins and I am the founder of NC Real Estate, which includes its members club for landlords and property property investors to come and build a profitable property portfolio that completely aligns with their financial goals. And trust me, it is the best community. I love jumping in there. I've seen so many property purchases, commercial and residential this month. Ah, so excited. Now, doors are currently closed, but if you want to get in on a little bit of the action and you've not downloaded my property investment expansion success formula, you need to head to ncrealestate.co.uk forward slash flowchart, put in your name, your email address, and I will send it straight through to you. As I always say, you need to download it, print it off, put it in a frame, pop it on your wall. Then every time you get stuck, you can think, hmm, which way down this chart do I need to go next? So it will always keep you going and moving forward. If you haven't got that yet, ncrealestate.co.uk forward slash flowchart. You will get it straight away something so simple for you to use and keep growing your property portfolio with. So this week, I want to have a conversation with you about networking. Now, in my property, in my, in my Facebook group, I kind of lost track of where I was going with that. Um, in my Facebook group, I get a lot of questions about where people are stuck. They say to me, hey, Natasha, I can't find finance. I'm struggling with my tax. I'm struggling with finding the right property. And I cover a lot of the subjects in this podcast. One thing that I haven't touched on for a long time is networking. And one of the things that somebody has recently said to me is that they've just started out and they need the best place to network. And so I wanted to discuss networking with you today and how you can do it really efficiently so that you're finding good contacts, you're not struggling, because we all know what it's like to go into a room and suddenly be kind of like, I want to run away. I want to just disappear. I don't want to do this anymore. Ah, I get it, right? I will tell you a couple of stories right here on the off of the times when I've been networking and absolutely hated it. Number one, my first property networking event was at the Knightsbridge Hotel way back in 2015. You're going to say, Natasha, you were in the property industry for much longer than that. Yeah, I'd always go to surveyor events um, and that would be through my company. So there'd always be a colleague with me to go with. And inevitably, the people at the networking events were people that I worked with all the time. So building surveyors, solicitors, contractors, other estate managers, property managers, rent review surveyors, other surveyors that I knew in the area really, really well. So it wouldn't be daunting at all. I'd be going to networking events with people that I knew and I worked with on a daily basis. So I never, ever found that particularly scary because I would turn up and know people instantly who I could go and have a conversation with. This other event in 
uh, the Knightsbridge Hotel was a regular property investment event. And I decided that if I wanted to get into the property investment industry, I needed to jump over into the property investment networking events. So that's what I did. And I remember showing up in my navy blue suit, but it was super cold. So I'd put my heeled boots on and I had these really, really thick woolly socks on inside. And I can remember the first thought when I walked into the room and I sat down and you know what happens when you sit down in trousers, they ride up slow, uh, slightly. And I had my really thick Oklahoma City Thunder socks on that kind of were like billowing out around my boot. I was so embarrassed. Uh, I was thinking, I'm not dressed for this. I had a thick scarf on. Um, oh, it, I just remember just feeling very uncomfortable in the situation. And what was worse is around that time, I kind of felt like I looked like I was about 15 years old. I always felt like I looked very, very young. And so I wanted people to desperately take me seriously, but I felt completely out of place. It wasn't like when I'm in my own surveying environment where people knew that I was a force to be reckoned with, someone to talk to. Here, I was completely new. I had to start building rapport. And the first people that I talked to were some glazing contractors who seemed to just kind of fob me off at some point and go and try and talk to whoever the keynote speaker was. And then I spoke to somebody else who was a landscaper. And again, every single time they were just, it almost felt like I was being put to the side or like I wasn't important. I was so angry, so angry because I felt like they were dismissing me because I didn't look like I was in place or the right person to be there or whatever insecurities I had. Now, I I don't know what the other people thought of me because I was too much in my head. So it really didn't turn out to be the most successful networking event that I'd been to. More recently, I went to a conference up in Toronto and I flew up there on my own. And the first night I got there, I had to go to registration. I went to registration for the conference on my own. There's 900 other people there. And I was scared. Again, I felt completely out of place. This wasn't a property networking event, which over the years I've kind of got a little bit more comfortable with. No, this was a business owner's event. And I had to stand up and be counted for because I am a business owner. And the evening event was that we were going to do a scavenger hunt as an icebreaker so that we all got to know each other. And I didn't have anybody to go in a team with because I'd come on my own. And I, at one point, felt like running back to my hotel room and not participate, not participate. And I did for a second start walking back towards the hotel lobby and trying to get into the elevator to go upstairs and just completely, oh, I don't know, shut myself away from it. But then something caught me at the water fountain, mainly because I did need a glass of water. But I was stood there and then two other ladies were stood there too. And they started talking to me and saying, it's hot in here, isn't it? And I said, yeah, I definitely need a glass of water here. And so we got talking and they said to me, do you have a team for the scavenger hunt? I said, no, I don't. I don't know if I want to do it. And they said, no, you're coming in our team. That's it. 
And that evening, I met some of the most incredible ladies who are also business owners, and we've been in contact since. So that's the story of great networking and learning from one another. And we actually now have accountability meetings every couple of weeks where we get on the phone and we catch up with each other about what we've implemented. Now, I get it. That's not necessarily relevant for a property investment networking event, but hey, it's, it's very similar principles apply. Now, if you are just starting out and you want to know how to network, well, I think that networking really has changed in the industry recently. You need to be very focused about the events that you're going to. I've been to a lot of events where it's just sales, sales, sales. People want to get a sale from you. And if they don't get a sale from you, they move on. And that's not cool. Networking events really are just meet and greets. Now, the first thing you do need to have a business card or something to hand out with your name and contact details on and your business. And it really should be in your, on your business card. It should say, I help or I am looking for or I do. So whatever you do, whatever you're looking for, if you're looking for property, if you're looking for investment, if you're looking for, I don't know, someone to go to coffee with or an accountability partner or whatever you're looking for, specifically at that networking meeting, you just put it on the card with your name, your email address and your telephone number. And that is it. So when the, then when you get to the meeting, and I get it, like the walking in on your own is just absolutely terrifying. But my number one piece of advice with any networking event is go to the bar, grab a drink, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, and chances are there'll be someone there who you can talk to because they'll be ordering and you say, oh, that looks good. I might get one of those. Or what are you ordering? Or just, you know, the intro to the conversation. Or maybe you're still at the registration table with somebody and you're looking for your name card. Well, that's another good um a good idea to say, oh, have you uh, have you seen my name as you're going through? I'm Natasha. Hey, what a good introduction. Or if it's a seated event where you're watching what's going on on stage, go and find a good seat. And then when someone comes and sits down next to you, introduce yourself, put your hand out, shake their hand, introduce yourself. That is as simple as you need to make it. And the other thing I want to tell you is there is no shame or embarrassment about standing on your own sometimes. I even do it when I'm just trying to get my thoughts together. You know, there's nothing worse than rushing from one meeting to a networking event and being like, oh my God, I'm all over the place, blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden having to now stress out about the fact that there's new people around that you need to be talking to. Give yourself five minutes, give yourself 10 minutes or think, do you know what? I'm going to go and sit on my seat and I'll watch the presentation first and then I'll start networking. There is no shame in that at all. In fact, Usually it's a better way of collecting your thoughts and unwinding and decompressing from what's just happened to moving on to the next thing that's going to happen. But then once you've started meeting people, you can exchange business cards. Now, the best thing about these business cards that you have written what you do, what you're looking for or uh, what you're looking to find on your business card is that you don't have to necessarily say that specifically in conversation because the conversation should be about building rapport and finding out what someone else does, um, what their speciality is and how they operate within the industry. The same as they're going to be asking you the same about you. 
And then as the conversation moves on, or maybe you move to a different party, you can say, oh, just before I go, give them your business card. And then when they go through business cards, as most people do, I know there's this massive thing about people don't go through business cards, but trust me, most people, the morning after the networking event, go through their wallet or their notebook or their day book or their handbag or wherever they've been storing the business cards and they just read them and flip through them. And if there is something in those business cards that is of use to them or they think they could get involved with, they keep it and then they email you. So having that specific what you're looking for on your business card means that if it's relevant to that person, they are going to get in contact with you because they've already had a good conversation with you. So that's the first thing that I would suggest about networking events. But also make sure that you're only going to networking events that interest you. You do not have to go to every single networking event, otherwise you will have no time for you. There are so many. But go to, the, go to networking events with speakers that you love, speakers that you want to find out more about, or on topics that really interest you. And once you've done that, you're going to be meeting people who are similar to you in that they have the same interests. And that is the far better way of building a network than just turning up to every event and hoping for the best because you do have to be selective over what you like, what you enjoy about the property industry and go and focus on that. And you could always change at any time. It doesn't matter. But if something really sparks your interest, then go and hone in on that and meet other people who that sparks their interest too. It's a great way of learning new things as well. Now, moving to online networking, which I do now far more than anything else, is that I believe that when you're online, you've just got to put out you, what you like doing, what your story is and what you've done. And then you can ask questions, which is why Facebook groups have grown in so much popularity over the last couple of years, because it's incredibly easy to jump into a Facebook group, have a look through threads and discussions and see what other people are talking about. And then thinking, oh, I could add my point here, or maybe I can ask a question about this, or maybe I can jump on something that somebody else has done and find out more about why they've done it like that. It's a very easy way of doing it. Because there's no room for being shy. You're sat in your own room or in your own space and there's not another person in front of you. And quite frankly, there's no silly questions. And if you jump into a group where they make fun of you for not knowing something, leave the group, go find another group. There is no point being in a space that doesn't make you feel good online because it will just break you down and break you down and break you down. You want to be in a space that builds you up because that's going to be your motivation. That is going to give you the power, the support, the enthusiasm to keep moving forward. The property industry isn't easy. It's not easy to keep building properties as building a property portfolio. There are barriers to entry. So choosing a space where you can be you, you can bring to the table what you like, what you enjoy, the questions that you have, and discuss topics with people who are like-minded to you, puts you in a really good space, a good energy to learn and grow. Now, I would always recommend that when you jump into the online space and you have questions, you think about what questions you want to ask and there are good questions and then there are bad questions now good questions are 
super targeted. They will allow someone to give you a definitive answer. So rather than saying, what's the best area to invest in, which loads of people ask, it's about saying, I have been looking at this area to invest in. I have found this number of postcodes that have these yields. Here are the pros and cons, which would you choose? Now that's a lengthier question by all means, but you are gonna get a far more specific answer than if you were to simply ask, what's the best area to invest in? Because in the UK, in the world, there are so many different areas to invest in. Someone asked me this the other day and I said, well, at the moment, highest yields in the, in the world are coming from retirement housing, specifically retirement housing in certain corners of the US. Similarly, sheds and industrial are really having their moment over in Singapore and Asia. So I could give you this information and you're like, uh, Natasha, you've completely gone off topic. I, do, I don't mean that I want to be investing globally. I mean, I want to be investing in Bristol. Well, say you want to be investing in Bristol and you've been looking at certain areas and certain types of housing. That will give you a more definitive answer. Now, side note with that is that if you're not asking industry experts, you're simply asking the general public, you are going to get a load of opinions. So you have to sift through what you've been told and what you are actually looking to figure out and what the actual truth is. And unless you have paid an expert to come on board to help you with that, you kind of have to do your own gut feel about what you feel is right and what you feel is wrong. The best way of learning online is looking at other people's experience and using their experience and seeing, okay, well, they've done this and this looks good. So I'm, I could copy that. I mean, if it's already been done by someone, it's showing you that it's absolutely possible and that you could do it too. So that's my tip for networking online. Building a network comes with time. It does come with time. I've never... Um, gone to a networking event and thought, oh, wow, I have new 80 contacts. I'm going to keep talking to them all. Uh -uh. It doesn't work like that. The same as not everybody you meet becomes your best friend. Networking is very similar to building a friendship group. You have to build your network based upon trust, based upon people who share same similar interests to you, based upon people who share similar values to you, based upon people who invest in your investment style. For example, everybody knows that I'm doing a development in uh, New Jersey at the moment with two joint venture partners actually, but I've introduced you to Isaac a couple of times on my podcast. So if you have a look back through, you'll see that I've had Isaac on this podcast a couple of times. I actually met Isaac through Instagram and we were DMing each other because he had moved to New York from the UK and I was moving to New York from the UK. We're both in real estate um, and somehow we'd been following each other's profiles. But because on Instagram, I just follow other property investors to kind of get ideas. And then he said, well, do you want me to, sh to catch up with, do you want to catch up with me? I'll show you some of my investment portfolio and you can see if you like my investments and what you think. I'd be interested to have a British point of view on this. And 
from there we kind of caught up we saw i saw his property portfolio and we got talking and he has the same investment style that i do now he focuses more on developments whereas i am very much the strategy and leasing side of things that's kind of where we 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 kind of can meet because we have very different skills but that is a relationship that's built over time that's not just something where oh my gosh, we exchanged a couple of DMs and all of a sudden I'm sending him thousands of pounds worth of money. No, no, no. We, you build these relationships and you see what people have already done and you see how they work for you. And it's fine not to get on with everybody you network with or it's fine not to have to work with them. It's about you choosing the right people to surround yourself with. And the other thing is this changes over time. At different stages in your property investment journey, you will need to be in contact with different people, but you will also need, um, you'll also want to work with different people because you'll be focusing on different projects and that's okay. Networking is about constantly building your your contacts, getting to know people, um, having conversations with them. I have found my podcast to be one of the best ways of networking. Often I just email people who I find really interesting. I'm like, hey guys, I do a podcast. Do you want to come and have a conversation with me? And then they come and have a conversation with me. And ultimately we end up um we end up just continuing the conversation off the podcast. And that's how I've been growing my network. But of course I meet people face to face on Facebook, in my Facebook group, people get in contact with me. Um I'm always always talking to my members about who they know and what they're doing and what what they've got going on and that's a great way to network it's just about constantly being in contact with other people who are doing very similar things and putting yourself in that position where you are able to speak to other property investors and other property professionals but also when you've got a question to ask about reaching out or if someone's inspired you reach out say hey can I ask you about this or um, could you show me around this property or whatever it is that you want them to do and that is how you start building your network and over time these relationships just grow and grow and if I could give you one tip of advice on how to make sure you can handle it properly is you really should make sure that if you say you're going to do something for these people that you're networking with and these people you're building relationships with, you show up and you do it. Because if they've got the trust in you that you do what you say, my gosh, that relationship is going to blossom into something beautiful. So do make sure that you're nurturing these relationships that you build and you have and that If you're interested in someone or you're inspired by someone, you tell them. Because how flattering is it to hear that, oh my gosh, this person loves what I'm doing. Yes, I'll definitely speak to them. So that's how you need to be building your network and show up as you, regardless of where you're starting from or what you're doing, or you may be a new investor. That's cool. That's fine. Everybody starts somewhere. Show up as you. Bring to the table who you are, what you like doing how excited you are to be in the industry. And from there, you will start to naturally, really naturally attract people who are also in the same sphere, who believe in the same things that you do. And 
are really excited to get to know you and your network will build. And just remember, you're not starting uh, at somebody else's 10 years. I've been in the industry 10 years, which is how I've built such a network of people and decided who I like working with and still grow that, that, you know, it's not stopped that that's just the people I know. No, 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 it's still about growing and growing and growing my network. But if you're just starting out, that's cool too. Meeting one person, fabulous. Meeting two people, fabulous. You just keep building from there. It's about being brave, showing up as you, and just having those starting conversations. So I hope that's helped you with how to start and grow your network. Now, if you've loved this podcast, please make sure you subscribe to it and leave me a review. The reviews matter so much to me. I I read every single one of them. And please give it a rating. I would love a five-star rating if you enjoy this. It helps me and it supports my brand. So I would love you to do that. Thank you so much for listening to me today. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.